Welcome to Queer, Queer Movie, Movie Night. Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And we're so glad to have you back. Welcome to season two. Season two. Um, season two is usually the best season of a lot of television shows. So, so. buckle up because this is going to be the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring new characters. We're going to have new love interests. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who, which one of us is going to be the one who has a new love interest. I hope it's me. I really hope it's me. I'm very sick of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that feels uh, so wrong l- in my heart. That is <laughs> funny. I think. <laughs> Hope that was funny because my marriage is over now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Peyton. Yeah. What's the movie? Um, this week we are doing Alex Strange Love, which was Ooh. a Netflix original. Why did you pick it? Um, so I picked this movie because okay, so like, um. I found out about this movie um, because it was on Netflix and the director um, directed another movie that I really like. Um, His name is Craig Johnson and he did um, The Skeleton Twins. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really like that movie. Um, That movie fucked me up for a day. Yeah, it's rough. I think it was also the first like intense, dramatic thing I'd seen both Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig do. Yeah. Like of that degree. Mm -hmm. And it just like put me in a weird place. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because it's like, it's two people that you're used to like being really funny. And then it's like a really serious kind of dark story. Mm-hmm. And there are like funny moments in it, but it's not a funny movie. The, one of the best parts of that movie though, is the, um, the blooper reel because they just do all these bits and stuff and it's oh, so really? funny. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that's really good. Um, but anyway, um, I found out that he directed it and I heard it was kind of like a teen, rom-com type of movie which i love um and i i watched it like one night when i was like doing laundry or something and i just like fell in love with it like i just had such a fun time watching it um and i think it was right after we saw love simon and it felt like such a it felt like such a companion piece to love simon in a way where it was like love simon seemed like a more of like a clean cut type of like all-american movie and this one was like a little messier and it felt i don't know for for me it felt a little bit more genuine at the time when i was watching it um so i really enjoyed it um it also um has like another actor in it who plays the love interest antonio marziali which i recognized from a web series called um the wondrous uh, and The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, which I highly recommend. It's like six episodes long. It's really, really funny um, on YouTube, um, and I definitely recommend watching that as well. Um, and I just love the movie, so I thought it would be fun to talk about with you. Hell yeah. Yeah? Um, so I'll just go into a quick uh, synopsis, and then we'll get started. Um, so the movie uh, follows um, this 
a boy called Alex, not Strange Love, something else. True Love. True Love. Alex True Love. Um, and he is obsessed with animals and their habits and things like that. Um, and he's like, kind of, he's like, I'm a weirdo. Um, and he quickly meets this girl, Claire. Um, Claire. And she's also into animals, so they immediately hit it off. Um, they both sound really lame right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're like cool they're, into animals. They, they're so cool, and they love animals. And they love and animals. They sound like dweebs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like in real life, they would be dweebs, but the movie makes them seem yeah, like they're, they're cool. they're both very cute. Yeah. And they do like this, um, they do this uh, web series where it's like the animal world. It, it starts off being like an animal show, but then they use comparisons to like like in mean girls where it's like the wild the animal world and the human world so that type of thing so anyway alex's secret is that he's a virgin and that he's nervous about having sex but claire is ready to have sex so the big plot hinges on like when are they going to have sex what are what are they going to do um and then while they're sort of grappling with this alex is sort of like figuring out that maybe he his sexuality is like more complicated than what he originally thought. And he meets this really cute guy at a party um, and starts to sort of wants to hang out with him and sort of see what's going on with that. And he starts, starts questioning like, is he attracted to girls? Is he attracted to guys? Mm -hmm. Um, And then this sort of accumulates into a thing where uh, Claire is like, wondering what's going on with him. They sort of get in a fight. Um, and then when it gets to the point where they're about to have sex, like he can't go through with it. And, um, and he does sort of come to this realization that he is gay. Um, and then the end of the movie, so everything works out and sort of like Claire's like supportive. And then he ends up with a guy. So that's like the plot of the movie. Damn, that was tight as fuck, babe. <laughs> I was, I'm really working on. That was so good. Consolidating. <laughs> two minutes. Wow, we're, we're two minutes Wait, in. Wait, was that bad? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's okay, a good, that's good thing. Nick said that that's good. So okay. yeah, so let's talk about the movie. Yeah. All right. I thought this movie was so cute. Yeah. And it made me laugh. And um, you know, I heard a lot of people talk about it. Oh yeah. Uh, specifically in improv scenes. I don't oh, know. that's it's funny. It's so particular. But that's how I first <laughs> found out about it. So yeah. In an improv- it was at Dreamboat. Oh, okay. People, of course. All, all the gays. I want to talk to people about this movie. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it was Brendan Tran. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. I love um, Brendan. Alex Strangelove, I thought, was so cute. Yeah. And I thought everybody was very likable. Yeah. Except um, for his friend. Okay. I hate... I, Do you like him, Del? I thought he was an... A little bit of an ass. Yeah. But he was st- he was still funny to me. When he yeah. was tripping his balls off at that, that party. That part's funny, I yeah. I laughed so hard. When he <laughs> is eating the gummy worms and the people come in and he screams at them yeah. to leave, it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. But also, like, he says shitty things. Yeah. Well, and part of this movie, so the guy who wrote it, the director, he said that he wrote it. I was reading an article and he said that he wrote it like a while ago. And that seems fitting to me because like some of the homophobia and stuff in it feels like a little bit older to me 
Yeah. Than now. Like, there's still people it feels who a are almost homo- like 10, 15 years. Yeah, ago. yeah. Like, there are still homophobic people out there and things like that. But the like the things that Dell says, like it sounds like from a late 90s, early 2000s really movie. Okay. Well, then my then why wouldn't you just edit that? If you, I know, and some of it has been edited. I feel like because they do talk about like trans people and things like that. There's just some problematic things that he says, and it's obvious that like his character is problematic. Also, the actor who plays Dell is the creepy guy from Eighth Grade. Yeah, did you catch that? I did. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what I knew him from. Yeah. Speaking of Eighth Grade, a movie that we were just talking about oh, that was so snubbed good. this award season. Yeah, I highly it's, recommend that. I one. can't believe it wasn't. Well, I mean, I guess I can believe it, but. It makes me mad that it wasn't nominated because it's so good. That was a beautiful good. movie. You know, that, like, you asked me in the last thing, like, what I think should win, like, I don't know if I think it should win Best Picture, but it's so good. What? Eighth, Eighth grade. grade. Like, like, if you I've, could, if you could make it. Yeah. Win. And, like, it, I just had such a visceral reaction to it. Like, I was completely, like, physically invested in the movie the whole time. I was so anxious. I did too. Like, I saw it, it by myself. It made me so anxious. And like, there was, and a, there it's was, like, rare that a movie just... makes me so physically like, I have such a physical reaction to a movie. That's interesting. Yeah. How many movies do that? I felt that Not way. I felt I saw it in the theater by myself, and it was a packed theater, and I think everybody was yeah. had the same feeling. Yeah, there was a lot of audible reactions to things of like, mm-hmm. oh no, exactly, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Um, and like when yeah. what, during that scene that he's in in the car, like I just like stopped breathing, and like I couldn't. It was just, like, very... I was very, very anxious. Yeah. That movie's on Amazon Prime. It's very good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Um, hard pivot, but... Hard so pivot. <laughs> he doesn't play... He doesn't play the nicest characters. But I thought for... The, he's a good actor, though, yeah. He's a good actor. And for the bad things that he says, he still manages to be likable. I feel yeah. for him with with the girl that he with likes, With that too. girl that he likes, yeah, he's yeah. He's like, you can't mess with my emote. You can't play with me like this. I was like... Yeah. And also, it is high school, and people say sh- and do shitty things in high school. They do. I mean, yeah. we, all, we all did. We yeah. all have. Even Alex says some shitty things, too. Yeah. Like, in the movie. Um, what are your thoughts on... So, when the movie first started out, and it uh, was like, Alex was like, wow, I am so in love with Claire. Yeah. Were you like, what am I watching? Is this the wrong movie? No. I think I... <laughs> Because I think a lot of gay movies do that, you know? I think a lot of gay movies are like somebody starts with somebody. Um, And I think I had read enough about it to know that it was a, like, sort of like the basic premise of it. Oh, I didn't know that going in. But did you feel that way that you were like, oh, maybe? Because they are in love, but like, I think it is. Because it's also like, yes, he's like so in love with Claire, but he's also like, and I haven't had sex yet. And, like, I don't know what the... Like, it's always, like, for a queer storyline, it's always, like, I haven't had sex yet. And it's probably because I'm not ready and not because I'm not attracted to girls. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was familiar enough with that trope that it wasn't unexpected for me. Gotcha. I guess I am behind the times. <laughs> Obviously, I knew I was watching the right movie. Yeah. I'm not, but... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Did Kayla watch it, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We both really liked it. Yeah. Um, she says Claire looks like an improviser. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> she does. She, I was like, that girl does improv in LA. Actually, the- <laughs> <laughs> she's a girl. 
Not I would ago. say the whole cast of the movie look like they do improv. They all look like improvisers. <laughs> yeah. Especially Alex, like tall, skinny white guy. Yeah, right? Doesn't she look like an improviser? <laughs> yeah. Nick looked it up. Yeah, she's on. She's on. She does. I'm pretty sure I've seen her improv a couple yeah, times. Yeah, she's on Macbeth at I Am. <laughs> <laughs> She Isn't does so look like an improviser. Like the people who don't know what we're talking about, they're yeah, like, yeah. what on earth would make you think that? But she just does. Um, I thought she was very cute, though. Yeah. And she I love, very cute. and I like, I remember when we were watching Imagine Me and You, you were talking about how you sort of didn't like that the other character was in there so much. And I do feel that way a little bit in this movie because I do wish there was more of the love interest in the movie. Yeah, he's not in it as much and, as I would think he would yeah. be for his purpose. Yeah, because they do put so much importance on him, and it does seem like Alex really likes him. I realize But you don't that. see him as much. Yeah, I was watching the movie, and there it had been like 35 minutes since yeah. he was even in a scene. Yeah. I was like, this is nuts. And I think the the third time that I watched it, I, I the idea occurred to me that they, um, they bring up... Um, 16 Candles. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm -hmm. And Claire's mom talks about it. Oh, Claire's mom is so sweet. Yeah. And I was thinking that kind of like is similar to 16 Candles because the whole time you sort of see her and, um, what's his name? Michael Anthony Hall or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, hanging out. And you don't see actually the two of them together in the movie at all. Um, Interesting. Uh, Molly Ringwald in him. And I was wondering if that was like sort of like a spiritual successor to that of like, you don't really see the love interest until the end where they get together. Oh, so, I didn't pick up on that. Um, but that could be just me putting that on top of the movie. I think it would make um, sense though. But I would have, I would have appreciated him more because I really do like him in this movie. Um, he's actually an Very actual cute. queer actor playing a queer person in the movie, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he is super cute. And also, like, everybody in the movie looks... Like, they're all obviously attractive, but they look more like real-life teenagers. Yeah. Um, uh, which is nice. I thought Elliot looked like someone. I can't remember who. At first, I was like, his curly hair is weird. But then, as the movie <laughs> went along... You got into it. I was like, I can see why it's cute. <laughs> I can see why it's cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's very cute. Um and like just the way that they get together, like it's so funny that um, that Alex and Claire have such a meet cute, like a movie meet cute. But then Alex and Elliot have sort of like a everyday, like that's how you would meet people in real life. Yeah, like at a party, which oh is gosh. interesting. All I'm coming at you right now is like <laughs> I thought his hair was weird, and then it was fine to me. And you're like, it's like really layered, smart. <laughs> take on it i'm like claire looks pretty <laughs> claire pretty <laughs> deborah like think claire pretty <laughs> jesus um i think that's so smart <laughs> my lord what's wrong with me <laughs> um but i do like that we get so much of claire um, because I do like their friendship and their relationship too. So I, I do wish it was a little more balanced, but I do appreciate the relationship of the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, what was so hard to watch was the hotel room scene. Yes. That's really hard to watch. Cause he actually put, put it in, right? 
I, Did he? I don't it know. It looks like he was trying. It's looks like it got he, far. Yeah. And then when he I feel like he he this is like really graphic, but I feel like he got too soft to put it in. Oh, you think that's graphic? Do you, do you remember a Call Me By Your Name episode? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I guess, I mean, it could be considered graphic, but... Yeah. No. Talking about soft BBs? Yeah. That's and that that's I, I, for me. That is really <laughs> difficult to watch because it's so, like, anxiety-inducing and, like, just, like, oh, that's so hard, like, when you're trying to be something that you're not. Yeah. And, um... But I also... I love that, um, that visual of him, like with Claire and then like he sees Elliot in the room and it's just like that's such a um powerful image of like him really realizing like what he wants and like who he really is. Yeah. And another another sequence that was really um a really powerful moment for me in this movie um that I think really solidified how thoughtful it is and like what what really made me understand that like this was a movie written by a queer person. And also help me understand something that, like, I I always have a problem with. Because, like, a lot of the time, queer people say that they didn't really realize they were queer until, like, late in life. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, I've always known. Like, even though I was in the closet, I've always been attracted to men and I've never questioned that. And I've always wondered, like, how do people not know? But in this movie, I think they really um, clarified it for me the moment when he, like is really messed up from that party and he tries to sleep with that girl and then he like falls into some person's pool and then he has this flashback memory of something he oh, forgot about like he's like in the showers with all these guys and he's like looking at them and like he gets a boner and the kids like start picking on him and bullying him and that's sort of like a memory he suppressed but that really like I was like yeah like maybe he did know he had those feelings, but he suppressed them because of like this fear and like this was really going on. And that was a really powerful moment for me watching the movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's very real. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Until late in life. Yeah. I didn't know uh, until I was literally kissed by a girl. It yeah. wasn't even like, Oh, I just saw something or like thought about it once. Mm-hmm. I was 16 and had to be like, have a physical moment yeah. And then it was like my world exploded. And yeah. then I was like, what? And then it was kind of like that. It's like, how did I not know? Yeah. But I think it was the same thing. Yeah. I think I did, looking back now, mm-hmm. retrospectively, I did know. And there was a lot of stuff, <laughs> weird shit that I used to do when yeah. I was little to my Barbies. <laughs> but I'm like, how, did I, <laughs> how did I not know? But I think it also was like a fear thing because yeah. I, because it was well, like, not allowed yeah. in the household. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. You grew up in such, like, a... a we've talked about before, religious mm-hmm. um, space. And even though my family wasn't super religious, we went to, like, church, like, on holidays or whatever. So I, like, knew I was attracted to men. And, like, when I had daydream... Like, watching Disney movies, I'd think, like, I want to marry Prince Eric. Like, I want to marry the prince. But oh, I would oh, still, like, nice. think... Like, I still knew about God and, like, knew that, like, some things weren't allowed, quote-unquote. And so, like, because I knew I was gay and I was in the closet, I was like, something's wrong with me, and I need to work past it and, like, fix it. So I knew how I felt, but I didn't... So that part of it, I guess, has always been confusing to me. But I think this movie and, like, hearing, like, stories like yours, I think it, it becomes more clear to me, like, that what that journey is like. Um, yeah. So it's hard. Um... But it is, um, I think this movie does a pretty good job of that. 
And and also it sort of covers the journey of like, <sighs> this is kind of controversial because like a lot of people say that <clears throat> bisexual people are pretending to be one or the other or something like that. But I think it is That's true that- old thought. It is such a like archaic thought. That was something I thought was very dated about the movie. The way they they were treating that. I was like, he could very well be bisexual. Yeah, exactly. And that did make me cringe a little bit. Was like the, like, oh, he's not bisexual. Yeah. But like, but I think that is a phase that people go through too. Like, of like, when people are coming out, sometimes they do. Oh my God, I said I was bi. Kayla said she was bi. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of... I, I and think I think that's most, just a stepping stone for a lot of queer people. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah. it's very shitty for the for actual bisexual people. Because yeah. I feel like it, like, lays into biphobia. It and, like, does. Like, the fact that bisexuality yeah. doesn't exist, quote yeah. unquote. But just know, fam, we're, bisexuality is real. It's real, and, yeah. And we believe, fam. And we believe you. We believe, fam. <laughs> we it's, believe just, fam. it's just, like, so old. It's such an old thing. I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I thank God that we live in a time now, at least in our era. I, yeah. Okay, so. In our circles, yeah. Homophobia of any kind is not, is not. It's not healed. dead. Yeah. It's not dead. <laughs> yeah. But I love, live. I love that I live in a, in a place like Chicago mm-hmm. and I have so many friends that identify all over the spectrum, all over the place. Yeah. And I would not have that if I were still like living where I grew up. I mean, I mean, have like gay friends, but like to know so many different kinds of people who came from so many different places and to live in a city where I can like do an improv show with them like constantly. And yeah, I would have never imagined that as a child, like where I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love living in Chicago. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) I never feel scared to like hold my wife's hand. Oh yeah. That's, that's. That's, like, literally the moment I knew I went to move here. I was visiting here to see, like, improv and stuff with my best friend, Caitlin. And we were in Lakeview and just, like, walking down the street and seeing queer couples hold each other's hand. I was like, I want to live here. Like, I want to be in a place where this can happen. Um, Is that why you moved here, Nick? (laughs) (laughs) Nick saw that and was like, this is my fucking place. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary to you and Caitlin, by the way. Oh, thank you. Today is Caitlin's Facebook anniversary, nine years. The day that we're recording. So, yeah, so not the day that we uh, broadcast. Yeah. (laughs) They will have been together longer. (laughs) That we broadcast because this is live radio. So technically, I just you guys shouted will into have the microphone. been together way longer. Yeah, even not way longer, <laughs> longer, but still, that is a feat. Um, my gosh. Um, another scene that made me super uncomfortable, but but and also something that sort of dated the movie for me was when um, uh, Alex comes out as bi, and then Dell like shows him his dick and is like if you don't want this oh, you're not gay or bi that's what I was imagining when we were just talking about yeah, this yeah. because I just thought like that's so s- yeah that's, uh, I know like the, this so idea cool. that like all straight guys are like if you're not attracted to me like you're gay so you must be attracted to me I know <laughs> so wild I know yeah. it's annoying <laughs> and honestly I am like I do I feel like I do love all women <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying, but honestly, I'm attracted to all women and anyone with a vagina. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? I mean, there are a lot of people out there like that. That think that, yeah, think yeah. That, but I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I didn't love that. 
Yeah. I didn't love that. So those... It just felt like so... It just felt so annoying. I was like, yeah. this is 2018. You can just edit this out. Yeah, you don't exactly. Have, you can just cut this from the script. Yeah, yeah. It's but the nuts. other parts in the movie were so good that, like, I forgave it for those moments, yeah. I think. Um, Unless we're just, like, out of touch and we don't realize that, yeah, like, well, that's what I also still think. talk about this. Yeah. Which I'm sure they still do. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, there was one gay person. Yeah. And that was it. Um, which is sort of... two. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and nowadays, like, whenever, like, my brother came out, like, a little bit after middle school. And I didn't come out Whoa. until after college. Yeah. That's so bold. Yeah, I know. And, like, a lot, like, every time I hear from my mom, she's always telling me about some other person, like, coming out. or, And so it's, like, it really has, like, I feel like it has, like, leagues of change. But I know, like... In other places, it's not like that, and like they're still like sort of stuck in that. So I did think that too while watching the movie. I sort of felt like um, I was like maybe it's just where I grew up, but like or or me no now knowing even though we've made progress, there is still sort of this behavior out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the movie seems like like there's a because some of the other friends say like it's okay if you're gay, we don't care. But then, like, there's still, like, it seems like this town or wherever this takes place is progressive, but then there's still, it's, it, like, doesn't mesh in some places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar for Love, Simon. Yeah. The town felt sure. that way, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they were progressive, but then there was still, like, homophobia mm-hmm. for some reason that felt, like, out of date. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, I will say, too, I didn't love, and but I think this, Okay. I'm, like, really processing this as it's coming out of my mouth. No, you're good. I didn't love the way that Alex, when he would feel any type of pressure or something, he would He go, took he it got, out on other people. Mean. Yeah, he got mean. But, so I didn't love that in the moment, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like it, it was kind of a, maybe it was a purposeful choice to humanize him. Yeah. Because as humans, and everybody does it, when you're, like, backed into a corner or you mm. feel, like, pressure from somebody or you're just, like, your first reaction... His first reaction seemed to be anger, and mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting choice yeah. for like the lead likable guy of yeah. this movie to show this very human reaction yeah. of like when he, you know, his his first instinct is to be mean. Yeah, and I actually and I, liked it. Yeah, I didn't love it he in the moment, offensive. but I'm thinking about yeah. it now. Like, no, I think that's a very very real thing. Yeah, and when he like um, because I I've sort of had experience like the first few guys that I dated were guys that were either closeted or like still figuring themselves out. So the scene where like he kisses Elliot and then blames Elliot for like what happened that like rung very true for me. And like, I feel like that is the beginning part of a lot of queer people's journey of like blaming other people outside or like being defensive about it because they're uncomfortable and they're anxious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was a really interesting choice to do that but I think it also was very realistic I hated the way that he told Claire though that he was that, so mean to Claire that was yeah so mean. well when he and when she so like close. showed up at his house and he was like why are you why are you here I thought that was like he's just offensive because he's going through all these thoughts and feelings yeah. literally just got out of the car with Elliot he's probably so confused that's whatever yeah I didn't like the way that he when they were having sex in the hotel room when he was like well don't you think it could be somebody else I was like, yeah, yeah you didn't have to go. Yeah, that was me. And that, and it, that's and it sort so of, sad. yeah, that sort of subplot, when I, when that happened in the movie, I was like, 
this movie didn't need that extra subplot of like him going to the party and like trying to sleep with the other girl and like all of that. Yeah, but I guess maybe that's what he needed to finally yeah, figure it out, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, this is. <laughs> I know we're talking like so seriously though, but since you mentioned the kiss, that yeah. kiss was so hot. Yeah, it's so when good. When they like lean back on the bed. Yes. Like, damn. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the two, I, I would have loved to have more of the two of them together because their chemistry was good and they mm-hmm. were cute together. Um, and then there's a nice little prom scene at the. End. There's always like a prom scene at the end of these movies. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think, I think I said everything I want to say. Do you have any other last thoughts? There's one scene where Claire introduces herself and she's like, I'm his lover. And I love that part. <laughs> Ew, and I hate the part where um, the guy, okay. uh, Del, the guy that the I guy. Hate, throws up uh, the gummies oh all over God, them. That That's so, so gross. Shocking. <laughs> that was so shocking. What did one of them say as soon as he finished? It was funny. Oh, yeah. Alex says something. I can't remember what it is. It's really funny, though. (laughs) I don't remember what it was. I don't remember. Oh, well. Jeez. I I thought, like, some of the the side storylines were a little pointless. Like, Del and his friends and, like, the frog. And him getting, like, really high at the party. I will say... As like a viewer, I thought it was funny yeah. and entertaining. There's but some it had really funny really parts. Nothing of the movie. to do yeah. with furthering along the plot, which there's nothing wrong with adding some side things. Yeah. Um, but thinking back on it, I was like, well, they could have just given more time with like to build a relationship between Alex and Elliot instead yeah. of just like making Dell trip balls. Yeah. <laughs> but it was because they licked I that mean, frog. I, but it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, that is funny. Also, I do want to say, I have never been to a drama party that is like that, where you play Um, theater games at the party. I'm sorry. You would have. No. And I was pissed because I was like, this would be the fucking most fun party in the world. Who, who throws parties like that? Nobody. Nobody. Peyton, you know what Can you means. imagine showing up in an improv party and playing Zip Zap Zop, like, oh, to have fun? So, yeah, they played Zip Zap Zop. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and then they threw the ball of fire. The ball of fire, yeah. Del actually saw fire. That was, see, that was funny. Like, nothing to do with the plot, but I laughed a lot. When he, when he like, fell back into the whole drum set, ca- yeah, yeah. it was so funny. Um Okay, and they're dressed in full ass costumes. Like the guy hosting is dressed like the host from Cabaret. Does this mean we have to host? I guess we do a theater theater party, party? (laughs) and you have to come dressed as your favorite theater character. Okay, I would actually love that. Yeah, we should plan that. Um, I'm really into this. Okay, (laughs) that'd be so fun. It'd be so dramatic and extra. We'll just blare show tunes. What would you dress up as? I was just thinking about that. Hmm. I would I would definitely dress up as uh, Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. You know, I'd dress up as somebody from 25th Annual Putnam County's Pelican. Oh, that's but I good. I don't know which one. Have you been in Maybe that show all. before? No, but I would love to. It's like my dream I've, show to be I've been in that show before and it was so much fun. Yeah, you were... I was Chip Tolentino. Yeah, yes, you were. Yeah. That, yes. Um, I like used to love Olive, but I feel like now she's... A little boring. <laughs> I think that you would be a I great just Olive singing the yeah. "I Love You" song. Yeah, Olive has great songs. I think that like Logan Schwarzenegger is like much more fun, mm-hmm. um, and you would be an amazing Logan as well. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I think Logan would fit me more than Olive would. Yeah. Um. But you would be great, Log- uh, Olive as well. 
That's just like more of a straight character. Like, I think that's not what as it funny. is. I think yeah. like the straightness of it is like, I don't know. Oh, I love Rona too. Oh yeah, Rona. Yeah. She just gets to sing all the fun dramatic yeah. parts. The moment before the bee. <laughs> the catastrophe. I love what I see. Kids acting innocently. It's my favorite moment of the bee. Rona's favorite moment of the bee. It felt so weird to sing that so low. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> oh, any Spelling Bee fans out there? Any Spelling Bee fans? Scream. Scream. Uh. <laughs> 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 any Spelling Bee fans, scream. Any <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anything uh, else we should say about Alex Strangelove before we rate the movie? <laughs> um, 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 I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah, I loved it. My, yeah. my quick review is that I thought it was very sweet, mm-hmm. enjoyable, funny, entertaining. And when I watched it, Kayla and I, we watched it together and we went, oh, I like that. Yeah. That was like the exact review. It's just like a feel good movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Made me feel good. Uh huh. Okay, so um, I think we're going to start... You're going to do the Vita Russo? Yes. Yeah. You can start with the Kinsey. Oh, wait, no. Well, no, I'll we should end. I'll do the start. <laughs> I thought I couldn't find it. So the Vita Russo test is a... It's a test... To, uh, I a film critic type of test. Months, yes. as you can tell, <laughs> film critic. Uh, so we we we'll want to make sure that our movies, or not make sure, but we just see if they pass this test. And here are the things: the film has to contain a character that is identifiably LGBTQ. The character must not be solely or predominantly defined by their sexual orientation or gender identity, and the character must be tied into the plot in such a way that their removal would have a significant effect. And I think it passes all those. Things. Yeah, I think it passes all three. The movie easily. is literally about about all strange love. love, even though it's true love. Are they saying that it's strange for him to have a gay life? Yeah, you know, I Wait, haven't thought about the, the title. Hell? As soon as I said minute, that out loud, I was and like, and I was like, um, but maybe they're saying like how love is strange and like he loves Claire, but not in the way that you'd expect. And then I'm just giving it a lot of allowances because I like it, but no, I, mean, I haven't thought about how problematic the title could be. I think it perceived. could be problematic if it were confirmed. Yeah. But we have no way of Yeah, knowing. we don't know why it's called Strange Love. Why couldn't it just be called Alex True Love? Yeah. Because that's his name in it. Yeah. And he finds true love in it. That is weird. We're not going to think too much hard. No. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, this is canceled now. This is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> strange Love implies that it's strange to fall in love with a man, so canceled. <laughs> I have to say, I hate cancel culture. Yeah. I'm not about it. I'm really not. And I and I there's some people that I'm like, yes, fair. I kind of am. I was. I will say like one of the ones recently that I'm like agreeing with is mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. Yeah, because I mean, I think shit was like indisputably homo- homophobic in my opinion. Oh, for sure. But well, like, and the, and the fact like that canceling. he won't apologize. Yeah, he never fucking apologized. Yeah. He never did. And then he's, like, playing and a he's victim. Like, and, and, yeah. and white people will just get over it. I'm so done with apologizing. You never apologize yeah. much. And, like, this is, this is a controversial thing to say, but, like, as a white person. But, like, if someone had said the N-word, he, you would expect them to apologize for it mm-hmm. all the time. Like, you, enough ap- an, apologies. No matter how many apologies you say, it's never enough. Yeah. You're expected to apologize for it for the rest of your life. Yeah, and he keeps saying that he did, but he didn't. Yeah. 
sorry, that was like a real hard hard pivot. But yeah. I just feel like cancel culture right now is like so such a thing, and it's like anyone any anything that's slightly just a little bit off, people are like cancel, cancel, canceled, and I'm not about that. I feel yeah. like there's some things where it's indisputable, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, this person should not be given a platform anymore because yeah. they did a bad thing. Yeah, but I think we're really quick to just like. I do that. And I I'm agree not with a fan. you. I agree with you. I think that some people should out and out be canceled, like Louis C.K. or Kevin Hart. Oh yeah. Okay, but I didn't. I didn't agree about like. I don't know. Okay, I feel like if I say anything else, I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't want to. We can talk about that. it like off of the pod or something. Yeah, because I do want to get your opinion on like yeah. a couple of them. But yeah, um, it's mostly like people being like gay but stuff. I, like I want to play a gay character. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to cancel Kate Blanchett for what she That's said. That's what I wanted to I talk about. I have posted about it, um, but I, I do think I, I do think she should be held accountable for what she said, and that she should re re think about it. And I do think it's interesting that I've seen some posts recently about like how we accept uh, straight women playing queer people, but not sh- straight men playing queer people. Um, my thing about it is, and I've said this much uh, more eloquently on my Facebook page is that I think that it needs to be more balanced. I don't have a problem with straight people playing gay people, but I want to know why they're the only ones playing gay people. I want to know why they're the ones getting awards for it. Um, because a lot of, in the old days when a straight person or even a gay person played a gay person on screen, it was a career ender. And now now that, now that it's hot and like it's successful, people want to do it. And I don't mind it. I especially don't mind it in movies like Love, Simon or um, Alex Strangelove because these are young actors. They're still figuring themselves out. I mean, shit, like, though. I don't mind the, the actor. The, the, I mean. Yes, yes and no. Like, Sarah Paulson's an amazing actress who is a lesbian, and she is in it, and she plays lesbian. So that's great. Uh-huh. But also, Sometimes I'm thinking a lot of people are saying they're not going to get funding if they don't have like a star play the gay person or play the main person. Um, why don't they play a supporting character in the movie and have a queer person play the main character? It's just there isn't enough out of the queer actors that we have on screen. They always start off closeted. They're always they're never recognized in the same way. They don't get to play these sort of parts. It's not. I will say out and out, it is not the same as like a as like a cis person playing a trans person, mm-hmm. but it is important to me that that queer people are being able to play these parts and play these roles. Um, it's not the be all end all for me, but I think it needs to be more balanced for sure. Okay, I completely agree with that. Yeah, um, and I think uh, the way that I read the interview that Kate Blanchett had that she would she would fight to the death for the rights of straight people to play gay people. That just didn't sit right with me the way that, that she said that. That was bad wording, but I thought like her point still made, still made sense to me. Yeah. Though. But I'm also, I just, I'm also a stand for Carol and I <laughs> yeah. love Carol and all that's a, I love that's Carol a perfect too. movie to it's me and it movie. always will yeah. be. But the thing, I think I completely agree with what yeah. you said, but I, but I've said this before, the movie is going to get made regardless. Yeah. People are going to, they're going to cast someone regardless. And mm. I just, if they're, if it's, if there's a queer person out there who's just not right for the role mm. and someone else is. But it ha- that's, like, that's impossible, Deborah. Like, it's theater. Like, there are queer Kate people Blanchett. in it. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, like, I, I find it very hard to believe that 
out of everyone in the world, there's not a queer person just as talented as Kate Blanchett. Well, I'm sh- sure, but she's Carol. <laughs> she's Carol gonna... because she was in it and we saw it and it was amazing, yes. But there could have been someone else that could have done that role as well. I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm worried this is going to be... No, but it's not. It's totally not. There's a lot I of people that would agree with you. I just don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. But my my thought process is is that it's going to be made regardless. Yeah. I think and I think it should definitely queer people should be getting more roles. We it, that it should that I do not dispute mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That is like true and what should be happening. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen regardless. Just yeah. cast who's best for yeah. the role. I think we should talk should about this like more off the pod. I don't think it should be 95% straight people doing yeah, yeah. it. But that's why I just don't have a, as much of a problem with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry I'm all about cable and chat. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion, Deborah. I really don't. I know, but you said my name. <laughs> I'm sorry. And when, when Kayla or I say each other's first name, <laughs> we're like, oh, we know we're in trouble. <laughs> Was that our first almost argument on Friday <laughs> I don't know. We get, I feel like I got pretty heated during camp, but I don't know. Oh, we didn't get heated during camp. <laughs> All right. We, we really should wrap this up. So yeah. uh, let's talk about the, let's rate it on the Kinsey scale. Um, we rate movies here on the Kinsey scale, which is a scientific scale kind of archaic that was used to rate uh, sexuality in um, uh, humans Um, a zero being completely heterosexual and a six being completely homosexual here at Queer Movie Night um, homosexuality is king so a six is a perfect score Um, so, um, and we rate this not on how much we enjoyed the movie, although that does factor into our rating, but also, um, just the portrayal of queer, uh, characters and, um, sexuality in the movie. Um, for me, do you want me to go first or you to go first? Yeah, you always go first and then I change my number. (laughs) For me, I think I would, I really love this movie. Um, I think I would give it like a 4.5 or a 5 just because there were those moments of like transphobia a sort of biphobia um and sort of like some of the homo um uh phobic instances felt a little bit dated to me um and and there were moments when um I did wish that there was more of the queer storyline we saw the two of them together um but I think overall I think that this was a pretty accurate um, portrayal of what it's like coming out and um, and what it's like to deal with those conflicting feelings and um, and I think it's it would have been I, I always think about what it would have been like for me in high school to see a movie like this and it would have been really important and special Aww. so I think it's I'm gonna save a five cool I say five too <laughs> <laughs> okay but I was thinking, I was thinking five first good I was <laughs> I thought it was just a lovely movie all around. Mm-hmm. And I like that it was written by a queer man. Yeah. Um, written and directed this time. Written That's and directed. Really good. Yeah. And I thought it was just a solid flick. Yeah. Solid, solid little cute, entertaining <laughs> two-hour flick. Yeah. That also, yeah, would have been, like, so exciting to see in high school. And we, mm-hmm. we talked about that, too, when we saw Love, Simon. In yeah, theaters. yeah. Like, where were these kind of movies? Yeah. I All we had was Rent. <laughs> I know, which yeah. Which was very big for me i will yeah. say but um so while we're plugging that if you are in the chicago area tomorrow night is the last performance of the sketch show i'm doing with my friend sarah jean peters you're invited to sarah jean and peyton sleepover party uh, slumber party and it's um 
It's at Judy's Beat Lounge at the Second City, directed by our producer, Nick. And um, there's a song written by Deborah in there, or music written by Deb. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Dreamboat. Good stuff. Yeah. Dreamboat every Friday at 8 p.m. at IO. And uh, Boy Band the Musical every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Annoyance Theater. And that's through March. March 7th is the last show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, follow us on Queer Mo- uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram at Queer Movie Night. Um, follow me um, on Instagram and Twitter at Peyton Cody Lynch. And me, Deborah Duncan, Twitter, Facebook, and Deborah D. Bag on Instagram. And then, uh, what's our next episode going to be, Deborah? Ooh, it's my pick. Uh, I picked Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. I'm really excited because I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. It is a great movie, and it yeah. was kind of a sleeper of last year. Yeah, um, I remember it coming out, but I didn't press about yeah. it. Yeah, um, but it's a very, very good movie. Yeah, very great. good movie. Yeah, so um, be sure to. Follow and subscribe us, like us, um, and watch out for that next episode. Bye! Bye. At the 25th annual (gasps) Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, we can do the goodbye, 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 a lot. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.